8 Tammuz, Ches Tammuz, Tzadik, his praise, 432, he said that if teachers push a young child too much, the child ends up knowing nothing. It takes great skill to teach a child at the right pace, without being too stern or pushing too hard. This way, a child can grasp much more and more easily. Too often, the teacher tries to drum something into the child's memory, saying, Remember! Remember! If the teacher would review the lesson using a lighter touch, the child would grasp what he had to learn very well and remember it. However, by repeating so many times, Remember! Remember! If you were to ask the child later on to explain the meaning of the verse he learned, he might well answer that it meant, Remember! Remember! The child thinks these words are the translation of the verse. If you push a child too hard, you can easily confuse him altogether. It is hard to explain this clearly, but the idea should be clear to anyone with intelligence. It is something teachers need to be aware of, and it applies in other spheres as well. As a fundamental principle, one should never try to push himself too hard in any area. Just go forward smoothly and steadily. It is very hard to explain this, but there is a story that illustrates the point very well. There was a small boy whose father was taking him to see the Rebbe. All along the way, the father kept on telling the boy that when they gave him something to drink, he should introduce the blessing with the customary Savri Maranan Varabanan, Attention, my masters and teachers. The father rehearsed this with the child over and over again, so that he would remember and not make any mistakes. Afterwards, when the child came to the Rebbe and started saying Savri, he couldn't say it at all and became very confused. The Rebbe said to his father, Clearly you tried to drum it into him to say Savri correctly, and that's why he can't say anything at all now. If you hadn't gone over it with him so much, he would certainly be able to say it properly now. That was when the Rebbe discussed the whole subject as recorded above. Rebbe Nachman's Wisdom His Wisdom, 187 one of the Rebbe's followers once came to him. He had a serious ailment in his arm, and was in such great pain that he could not move it at all. He had his arm in a sling, and was totally unable to lower it. The Rebbe's followers told him that this man was very poor, and could not afford the expensive salts and other remedies that he needed for his arm. The man was sitting at the Rebbe's table for the Shabbat morning meal. The Rebbe remarked that the man certainly had faith, and all those sitting there agreed. He discussed this a while and then repeated himself, asking again if this man had faith. Those present again answered yes. Suddenly the Rebbe commanded the man, Lower your arm! The man sat there amazed, and everyone else was also very surprised. What was the Rebbe saying? The man had been afflicted for a long time, and it was absolutely impossible for him to move his arm. Why was the Rebbe telling him to do the impossible? But as soon as the Rebbe gave the order, he decreed, spoke, and it became fulfilled. His follower removed the man's sling, and the latter instantly lowered his arm. He was totally healed, and it was an obvious miracle. He regained full use of his arm, and it remained healthy for the rest of his life. Many awesome miracles like this occurred from time to time. The Rebbe, however, was compelled to minimize them. I saw the Rebbe soon after he healed the man and spoke to him about it. It was obvious that he was not feeling well. The Rebbe said, 
Whenever I am involved with miracles, I always suffer from it. Whenever I do anything like this, I pray to God that it be forgotten. The Aleph Bet Book A Righteous Person, A. 76 There are times when a tzaddik must die in order to suppress some harsh decree on high. 77 Who merits the world to come? The one whom people honor for his wisdom. 78 A person who gives charity is able to turn from evil ways. 79 You need not chastise and chase away a student who refuses to follow the proper path. Rather, bring him closer to you. This will benefit your other pupils, and eventually he too will take heed. 80. A person sometimes dies before his time because of the tzaddik's complaints against him. 81. It is possible for a person to be a great tzaddik even without being very learned. 82. A person who does not believe in the words of the tzaddikim, and certainly one who ridicules them, deserves to be punished. 83. The tzaddik is permitted to discourage a person who wants to get closer to him, but raises questions unnecessarily. Kitzir Likutei Moharan 1, Lesson number 256 1. The name Ata, you, is efficacious for calming the waves when a person is at sea. Copier's Note See Tzaddik number 33, where it is explained that a person should write the words Verav Chesed, abundantly kind, on five pieces of parchment. Five times the numerical value of Verav Chesed is 1400. Aleph is a thousand, and Tav is 400. And the five pieces of parchment correspond to the letter He, which has the numerical value of five. The letters Aleph, Tav, He, join to form the name Ata. One should throw these five pieces of parchment into the sea amidst the gale winds and the towering waves, and then the angry sea will grow quiet. Lesson number 258 1. When a person encounters opposition, it is possible to divert him from the path of God and to cause him to fall from his level, God forbid. The exception to this is an extremely great person who is not afraid of this, such as King David, who boasted, Many are my persecutors, and my tormentors are many, but nonetheless, from your statutes I have not strayed. Psalms 119.157 Lesson number 259 1. When a person secludes himself and expresses himself and his pain before God, and he confesses and feels contrition over the enormity of the blemishes he has committed, then the Divine Presence faces him, expressing itself and its pain before him. For with every blemish that a person causes to his soul, he also causes a blemish, so to speak, to the Divine Presence. Then the Divine Presence comforts the person, saying that it will seek strategies to rectify all of the blemishes. Lesson number 260 1. The main unification of the Holy One, blessed be He, and the Divine Presence, is effected through the holy martyrs who gave their lives for the sanctification of God's name, as is known regarding the ten martyrs who were executed by the Romans. Now, a person's name is one and the same entity as his soul, as it is written, a living soul is his name. Genesis 2.19 Therefore, there exists a deacon who sacrificed their name and their reputation for the sanctification of God's name. In other words, they intentionally ruin their own name and reputation, 
since everyone talks about them and invents lies about them, and in this way their blood is spilled. This is tantamount to literally giving up their lives, since a person's name is his soul, and their blood is spilled by all this. In this way, these tzaddikim save the Jewish people from what ought to have come upon them, God forbid, in order to bring about the unification of the Holy One, Blessed Be He, and the Divine Presence. Rabbi Nachman's Stories, The Seven Beggars, The Third Day The others did not understand what he meant when he said that he was wise like the day. He explained to them, If all your wisdom were put together, it would amount to only a single hour. It is true that each science is derived from a particular day, depending on what was created on that day. Nevertheless, all the sciences merely involve combining things in different ways. Therefore, each science is only derived from combinations of things created on that day. With true wisdom, one can gather all these sciences into a single hour, but I am wise like a full day. This was the boast of the last wise man. I spoke up and said to him, Like which day? Speaking of me, this wise man replied, This man is even wiser than I am since he can ask, like which day? However, I am wise like any day you prefer. Now, you might ask why a person who can ask, like which day, is wiser than the one who is wise as any day he desires. This, however, involves a story. It concerns the true man of kindness, who is actually a very great man. Reb Letters, Year 1, Letter Number 178 Warm greetings to all our comrades, with a great and mighty love, just as in times gone by. Our covenant of love will never be broken. Great waters could not extinguish our love. Rivers could not wash it away. Were someone to offer all his wealth in exchange for this love, he would be turned away in disdain. Please write me about every single one of them. What has happened with Reb Mordechai, may his light shine, and Reb Yaakov, the son-in-law of Reb Moshe Chaim Dana, his brother, Reb Henech, and Reb Itzi, the son of Reb Avraham Dov, Reb Levi Yaakov, and my nephew Reb Isaac, may their lights shine. I know that even the schoolteacher from Pinsharia has not severed the bond of love which joins us, and that the chains of love are still holding Reb Nachum. If we could only gather together and talk again, not for the sake of honor, God forbid. You see the honor that I have from you, and how people humiliate and curse themselves to hamper this, but only for the honor of God and His Holy Torah that we will be able to speak about the true eternal goal. I am depending on God and on the power of the prayers of the Elder of Holiness that all the curses will turn into blessings and the verse will be fulfilled. An undeserved curse will come home to roost. They will curse and you will be blessed. They will wake up and be ashamed and your servant will rejoice. Thank God that we have reason to rejoice, more than enough reason for it is fitting for anyone with a true brain in his head to say about every single word of the Rebbe's holy teachings, if we had come to the world only to hear this, it would have been enough. How much more is this so when two ideas are joined together? How much more so when the discourse spreads out and progresses like a gushing spring, an endlessly flowing river? Who has heard anything such as this? Who has seen things such as these? In particular, there are the amazing and awesome combining and recombining of letters in anagrams and acrostics, which the Rebbe employs in his lessons, the likes of which has never been heard. Who can praise them? Who can extol them? 
you yourselves experience a certain remote beauty in these lessons. As for what you do not fathom, you can believe me, inasmuch as God has illumined my eyes to feel part of the splendor and profundity of the Rebbe's Torah lessons, which ascend to the heights of infinity and reach down to the lowest depths. But I also see with my mind's eye, and I believe with complete faith, that I have not started to understand a drop in the ocean of his holy teachings. It is impossible to talk about this at all, because it is something that depends on what each person perceives for himself. But due to the great barriers and persecution which are rising up to obscure the truth entirely, God forbid, I could not restrain myself from relating these few words of mine to my beloved friends. This is enough for those who desire truth and who sincerely think about their ultimate purpose. Upon them my words will trickle like cool water on a weary soul. Fortify yourselves and be strong. Fortify yourselves and be strong. Fortify your hearts and be strong, all you who hope in God. Nussan of Breslov Reb Nussan's Letters, Year 2 Letter number 436 With thanks to God, Sunday, Teitze, 5603, Medvedevka May the abundantly kind and beneficent one shower only good and kindness upon you and your family. May the amazing and awesome power of the loving kindness of Rosh Hashanah, elicited by the one who comprehends Rosh Hashanah in all its profundity, protect and help my dear illustrious friend, the learned and distinguished man of standing, Rabbi Avram Abba, may his light shine. Peace, life, and all good to him and his family. May his branches spread forth, and may his splendor be like that of an olive tree. May his children and grandchildren sit like olive saplings around his table. Amen. May it be his will. I, re- I received your letter, my dear friend, through our illustrious friend, Rav Avram Ber. May his light shine. It was close to the start of Shabbat, and I read it through carefully. How my heart goes out to you, because I know your pain. But what comforts me in my destitution is that you yourself applied the cure in advance of the blow by consoling yourself and bringing yourself to joy with the holy teachings of the flowing spring, the source of wisdom, and especially with what I talked to all of you about prior to my journey on the teaching, were it not for the salt, the world could not endure the bitterness. Likutei Maharan 1, 23 You wrote me that God had me speak these words just for you, at the time, I imagined, though, that my words were primarily directed at Reb Yaakov, the son of Reb Z, may his light shine. So with this, my friend, you made me very happy indeed, because I saw the wonders of God and the enormous, amazing, and awesome holiness of the Rebbe's holy teachings. In his great power, he is still with me, and again and again he supplies me with words of truth, tailored to the point within each person's heart at that particular time. I indeed see myself as destitute, lowly, and small in the extreme, but I trust in the great power of the elder of elders of holiness, until on each occasion I see by God's wondrous kindness that I am described in the verse, Isaiah 54, God has given me a tongue of the learned so that I can teach just what the hour demands to the person who wishes to hear it. My dear beloved friend, I have frequently discussed with you what I heard from the Rebbe's holy mouth. I have shown that many books are full of this, and you have witnessed it with your own eyes, time and time again. The world is full of suffering, troubles, 
pain, and worries of all kind, as is written in verse form in the Holy Shalah, Shnei Luchot Habrit, no day is without terror and fear, no moment is without affliction, no year, no Shemitah, seven-year period. Look it up there. See Rabbi Nachman's wisdom. But more than this, our master, teacher, and Rebbe of blessed memory opened my eyes so that I see this constantly right before my eyes. There is no wisdom, no knowledge, and no strategy that can save a person from all this except to flee to God and to His holy Torah, and in particular to express himself before God at all times, especially in a time of trouble and stress, when he feels his deficiencies most sharply. Shemot HaTzadikim, B'nai David, Daniel, Shafatya, Yitra'am, Shima, Shovav, Natan, Shlomo, Ivchar, Elishama, Elifalet, Noga, Nefeg, Yafia, Elishama, Eliada, Elifelet, Batsheva, mother of Shlomo HaMelech, Malchi Beit David, Asa, Yehoshaphat, Yehoash, Uziyahu, Yotam, Yechizkiyahu, Yoshiyahu, Tzidkiyahu, Bnei Yechania, Asir, She'altiel, Malkiram, Fedaya, Shenatsar, Yekamya, Hoshama, Nedavya, Uvnei Fedaya, Zerubavel, Shimi, Ben Zerubavel, Meshulam, Chananya, Shlomit Achotam, Chashuva, Ohel, Berechya, Chasadya, Yushav Chesed, Pelatya, Ishaya, Rephaya, Arnan, Ovadya, Shechania, Shemaya, Chatush, Yigal, Variach, Naarya, Shafat, Elioenai, Chizkia, Azrikam, Hodavyahu, Eliashiv, Felaya, Akuv, Yochanan, Delaya, Anani. Rebnusson's Prayers 2. Prayer number 10. Blessed is our God, who created us for His honor, and separated us in all ways from those who err. How shall we repay Hashem for all of His kind deeds on our behalf? How shall we give anything to Hashem? We will bow down to our God in the heights. Even if our mouths were filled with song like the sea, and our tongues with song like the multitude of its waves, even if all of the seas were ink, and all of the pools quills, and human beings were scribes and tongues that give praise, they would not suffice to thank, praise, and relate a thousandth a millionth, or a billionth, or even a trillionth of his awesome miracles and loving deeds that have not yet been recognized in the world, but have been concealed and hidden. Moses, the faithful shepherd, our holy forefathers, and all of the great true tzaddikim who came after them, strove and tunneled in order to draw forth holy matters with their great might from the supernal master of will, the master of all souls, the master of all beings. From you, God, they drew forth the ability to have compassion on those who do not deserve compassion, and to be gracious to those who are unworthy of graciousness, indeed as we are today, lowly, contemptible, and vile. As the verse states, When they are in the land of their enemies, I will not despise them, and not be repulsed by them, to destroy them, to break my covenant with them, for I am Hashem their God." Until now your compassion has aided us, and your loving kindness has not abandoned us, Hashem, our God. You have given us strength, confidence, and great perseverance to flee to you always, to trust in your salvation, and take refuge in your shadow. Hashem, our God, compassionate Father, 
Have even more compassion on we who are so burdened. Send us ever more kindnesses and great compassion, which are sealed among your treasures, concealed together with you, until we attain the vastness of your goodness that you have hidden for those who fear you, your deeds for those who take refuge in you. I will stand and look to you with confidence. I remain strong in my hope and optimism that you, Hashem, will help us from this point on to attain a truly settled mind, finding the good in ourselves. Therefore, I have come before you. I stretch my hands out to you, so that in your compassion and mighty loving kindness, you will be gracious to me and I will always attain joy. May I always find good points in myself easily. In your vast compassion, you kindly gave us the opportunity to perform many mitzvot every day. May we express with our mouths many blessings, prayers, pleas, requests, songs, and praises every day, morning, evening, and afternoon, and learn your holy Torah and your just laws that gladden the heart. It is true that we might not perform any mitzvah perfectly and properly, or speak any holy words with proper intent. All our actions, prayers, and Torah learning are compromised and adulterated by a great deal of dross. Nevertheless, they still possess a great number of good points. You know what is hidden within even the least worthy and most insignificant Jew, that the inner motive driving all of his good deeds is truly a concern for your name alone. Even willful sinners of Israel are filled with mitzvot like a pomegranate is filled with seeds. You take a great deal of pride and delight in every good achievement of the least important Jew. Purify me, compassionate Father, so that I will go on this path, always seeking and finding many good points in myself, until I will truly attain joy. May I soon truly focus my mind on the ultimate fate of all desires and things of this world, so that I will truly return to you from now and forever, and no longer fall back into foolishness. If I have committed sins, I will no longer do so. May I turn away from evil entirely, and always do what you approve of. Satiate us with your goodness, gladden us with your salvation, and purify our hearts to truly serve you. Do not treat us in accordance with our transgressions. Do not repay us in accordance with our sins, neither them nor a part of them, whether a millionth, a billionth, or even a trillionth of them. Treat us in accordance with your loving kindness, in accordance with your compassion, in accordance with your wonders. Never abandon us. May you, who said to your world, Enough, when you created it, now say to our troubles, Enough. Even if we ourselves are responsible for our suffering, your compassion is very great, Hashem. Have pity on us for the sake of your name. Have compassion on us in accordance with your great compassion. Give joy to the soul of your servant, because Hashem, I lift my soul to you. Restore the joy of your salvation to me, and may a generous spirit support me. Do not abandon me, Hashem, my God, do not be far from me. Hurry to help me, my God, my salvation.